Hemshechayim Beis, up to chapter 67, page Kuf Chav Dalad, 124, middle of Discourse 17, Atem Nitzavim. After explaining in chapters 54 and 55 that there are two levels in Ratzin, in desire. Level one, stage one, is uh, from the bottom up, is the revealed manifest desire. Somebody desires something, is drawn to it, is inclined to it, and does what it takes to acquire it. So this has, there's a passion element in it, there's a stimulation, there's a, a, a desire in motion, let's put it that way. Behind the scenes, there's a, what he calls a rotzen keach or rotzen anelem, there's a desire behind the desire, or where it's rooted from. And that's where, within the nefesh, a decision was made that this a conclusion was came to, came to a conclusion, a heskim or a hechlet, heskim or hechlet is the word used, chlota, yeah, a decision, a determination, a resolution that this thing is good. But whether you actively, the desire is in motion, not necessarily. It can take time. It can be immediate. So these are two levels. To explain, this explains in chapter 66 the difference between Kesar of Atsilis, the Ratzon of Atsilis, the world, the specific world of Atsilis, and Kesar of all Shaydesh Tashlis. Or Arich of all Sedeshtas is the desire for the whole Sedeshtas for all of existence. Ak, Adam Kadm. Adam Kadm is the Heskin. The determination was made, and it's a firm determination, but it's still Batsmuse, as he puts it. It's still within the essence. It's not yet manifest in a, uh, a full blown rotten desire. I explained in the parentheses, that doesn't mean the Heskim doesn't have an impact. It could have an impact, just like a person can make a decision. I want to begin learning. But he's still doing it with Kabbalah sale. It's not the same, it's not with the drive that a full defined desire is like. And Atsilas, the Kesar Atsilas, what it adds is then comes the next step the actual desire, where he wants it in a very specific way, and it has the whole uh, power that the Ratzim comes with, that reveals. The, the faculties, and so on. He explained it's all and dibur, where in your thought you think to yourself. So it's revealed already, but it's only to you. Dibur expresses it. So machshav would be adam the bria the klolos. That's ak bria. Kesar vatzilus would be adam the yitzir the klolos. That's dibur, which already now a, a, is coming out to reveal to another in order to bring it to asiya, which is adam asiya the klolos, which is actual atzilus. So you have ak. Kasher of Atzilus and Atzilus. So essentially what we have here is that Kasher of Atzilus now becomes the interface, the intermediary, the Mamutra between Ak, the so-called Heskim, what he calls the Heskim, or the Rotz Kayacharatzen, or the hidden desire, and the actual world and existence of Atzilus. So that's it. And then he has one more explanation why you can why it's not sufficient that Ak itself, the general desire, should be the one that creates the world, because Ak is still a taste of Ein Sof. still primarily a, 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 um, a reflection of the source. So it's an existence in Adam, but it's Adam Kadman. So it's the closest thing in existence to Ein Sof, basically. Close approximation. So it's important because it represents that. 
But on the other hand, it's not it's not the best next step. The next step to get it into a tangible world that's not Ain Sof, a world that has parameters like ours, you need that specific desire. I mean, I guess an example would be that if hypothetically we were able to create with our thoughts, what would be lacking? What would be lacking is it would have the intensity of the artist's thought, but it wouldn't have the details of your fingers. The fingers have, practically speaking, they, they actually go and step by step their precision and the meticulousness that comes with details. Fingers aren't made for that. The paintbrush. A stroke here, a stroke there. And the thought, the intensity of the thought would be the dominant thing. And would, I mean, I'm, I'm just giving a hypothetical. So like the ain't of it would be much more dominant rather than the specifics. And because we wanted a very defined structure, and exi- like, which is of course the, the essence of Dira B'Tachtenim, Esesfiras Chesed, that's not Gvura, and so on. So therefore comes the Ratzon Hagoli, the second Ratzon, which is Esesfiras Chesed. So that creates the precision, the details, and so on. Okay. All the details wouldn't be there? It would be there, but but yeah, look, really look, I'm giving hypothetical. It would be very... Uh, not in a good way. Right? Not in a way. You know, I'll give you an example. It would be like Riyah, not Shmir. If I was able to convey to you something I saw... And I gave it to you with its whole intensity, like I saw it. You wouldn't be able to take it. You need to hear, give it to me step by step, you know. But then once you see it yourself, you have the whole picture. But then when you speak it to someone else, you have to go. Let me start from the beginning. The beginning was detail one, detail two. You'd have you'd have the ain't stuff of it more than the the specifics. In other words, it's mile is it's son basically. Like like when you want to convey something to someone, you really want them to get the picture, but you can't give them the picture without giving them the details. We live in a world where details, you have to go from details to get to the picture, but the picture is more than the sum of the details. It's similar to what he said earlier, remember, by the Baruch. You teach a, a child, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Daleth. that point, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Daleth, separate letters. You know, you put these words, letters together, you have uh, not just words, you have uh, profound concepts. So, uh, the, uh, so, so in a way, if you didn't have the Kesar of Atzillus, you would like not have the specific letters, you'd have the letters as part of a a whole map, a whole picture. There are many good examples for this. I, I think, you know, if you develop it into like a formula, even education, it's like knowing, you know, knowing um, when to conceal the Eir El Al Kalona, you know, the whole synergy, and, and when the opposite, when not, not, to, not to go too much into details. You do want someone to be able to, come, you know, retrace their step, steps. The whole picture is ultimately this way. What you're dealing with is, you know, even Aydan after it's intense there, so you need to conceal it from the level of the Mashpia. Even the discussion, Aydan Shafa, it's all about the more you want the recipient, the more you have to conceal the source. The more you want the source, the more you have to conceal the recipient. The question is, obviously, we want a combination, a perfect b- b- building of both. Or else there's a, what we call the Shvira there's too much Aid or too much Kaili. So all this is really, I mean, it's almost like, a, regu- it's almost like a, um, a filter that you regulate, how much should flow and how much shouldn't flow. And getting that perfect uh, formula is the key to, to life. This is true in love, in relationships, you know, husband and wife. Where do you give in, where don't you give in? Children. It's always like that, you know, how much, you, how much... You don't give up. <laughs> okay, there you go. You don't give up. You don't give up. That's what it is. <laughs> Dance called life, right? The back and forth. Yeah. 
in everything, in management even, delegation. You'll see people who don't know how to delegate. It always stays so-called in the, you know, the, 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 then there's the opposite. People to over-delegate. They delegate too much. You know, like, like uh, people who own businesses realize at some point the person who work, works for you is never going to be as committed as you are. So you have to know where to delegate, where not, how to, how to manage it. It's all about measuring that flow. Absolutely. Everything is the secret to everything in life. When to give, when to hold back, how much to give. Okay. I want to just tell you about the Shaka Vitaria. I looked it up in the Samach Tzedek. He actually discusses that at length. Yeah, it's very, very clear there. Very clear. And he says, actually, by the Moshal, the Nimshal also, that God Kavyachal also uh, had a Shaka Vitaria before he created the world. You know, it says, Chesedem Omar said, create. Emes said, don't create. Yeah, so he's, he brings clearly the Shaka Vitaria. And it's not necessarily Tamvidas, it's not to do necessarily a rational Shakratari, it's, it's a uh, weighing and weighing all the options before, the, before coming to the, the resolution. So the Semach Sadiq, which in the, it's the Druz Gimel Mini Adam, that's printed in Eretere in Yanim and in Eretere Bolak that I've mentioned many times, he refers to it here also in Ayan Bey, it's a very fundamental Druz. He speaks there, these three chapters, these two chapters about the two levels of Ratzin, are straight from Eratera. Uh, it's actually almost, I'm not, I can't say word for word, there's more here. I, still, I, I do comparisons, by the way. I mark, like I'll show you my mark, where, you know, what he, what the, the, I, I mark what the original is and this. Because to me, it's like I said, it's like uh, it's like uh, learning, uh, like with Al Rebbe. If you compare Al Rebbe and the Rambam, you'll see the Al Rebbe sometimes quotes exact line from a Rambam, or Shochanarach, and then the latter line. So you really see the Chiddush when you see the comparisons. It's unbelievable to really see. My house and base is marked up. I've entire Maimarim that are literally taken straight from another Maimar, but with a Safas and the Yukim. The conclusion, for example, this chapter 66 is not in, in Yonim. Since some of the Rebbe Shab is building his own structure, but he takes from everywhere. You, you literally can see it. Samach Dalar and Samach are the Samach Tzedek, which itself is a Maimar from the Alter Rebbe. With Hagaz. And then Samach Vav, applying it to Ak and to Atsilis, it says it there, but not with the same, it, you know, it goes a little different direction there. Anyway, the point is, he discusses at detail the, the whole Shaq Vitari element. Very interesting there. So you can see it, you really, literally can see the whole, he talks specifically about Shaq Vitari. You can see with the Rebbe Rasha, he's writing Bikitsa what it says there at length. If you guys want, I'd be happy to take one day. I'll take it some Tzadik's Mimer and we can learn it side by side. If you want to do that. Can we do it one day? It's up to you. Sure. Now we just determined uh, we go by the Lafida Kalim, you know? Do the summer. So, uh. We could do this Sunday. It depends on everybody here. I like to work by consensus. I If you guys want, you want to do that once? Huh? If you guys want, I'd be happy to do it. It'll, it's a very fascinating thing, and normally, really learning this on a serious level is comparing the um, the Maimarim. I'll take Alter Rebbe's Maimar, show you how the Alter Rebbe said it, so it's, uh, the Mitla Rebbe Tzamech Tzedek added, even the Rebbe Marash, and then the, how the Rebbe Rashab takes it, and there's also the, the Rebbe afterwards. Okay.
You look like a very uh, spirited mood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had trouble with Asiya this morning. With Asiya? Asiya. Asiya. But my cancer was okay. It was the Asiya that was a little bit Okay. Okay. So now we move on to chapter 67. So we established there's really essentially three or four reasons why Ak alone is not enough. In chapter... Last Mimer, the last chapter, the last Mimer, chapter 53, 63, I'm sorry. He said that Ak, there's two things going on in Ak. That one is the energy is equal. It's an equalizer of all the levels that are there. So Ak is the picture of all of existence, but all the energy is equal. Second thing is there's no distinct entities. It's all Behelem. Like, like Think of it like a seed. Then, in this last chapter, he gave the two reasons. One is because there's still a rots, and it's only a heskim. It's only the power of desire. It's not the full-blown desire that actually is a hamshacha, that extends and transmits. And now, in the end of the chapter, he said, because it's ensof. Ak is a taste of ensof. And you want to create ten spheres, you need to have a desire specifically for the ten spheres, and just can't rely on the ensof itself. Interestingly, in the Tzamech Tzadik, when you look at the Tzamech Tzadik source for this, what I discovered was um, is that it appears that the Heskim is similar to the word because everything is there without any distinct levels. Now, these things that he said before in chapter 63 is consistent with what he explains afterwards. But we'll look at that inside when we do. Anyway. Yeah. We'll now move on to chapter 67. Three reasons must fit together. They're, they're all, but they're separate elements. He said, different aspects to it. Yeah, of course they're interdependent. In other words, once you understand that Ak, Adam Kadman, is a type of um, is like I said, it's the the root of all desire, but it's not a full blown uh, what do we call it, a desire in motion, where you have the passion and the stimulation and the excitement and the being drawn to it. Uh, so obviously, that means that all the details there are uh, the energy is there, but it's not in those specific details that will create a reality that we want. I gave the example now, let's say, if hypothetically a human being was able to create with his thoughts, an art, so example would be, if I was able to convey to you what I just saw, and I gave it with the whole intensity like I saw it, it would, you would be lacking, you wouldn't be able to relate it. You'd need me to break it into detail, tell me what happened. You know, step one, step two, step three, you build up the details. Or I gave the other example that he spoke earlier. You teach a child an idea. The first thing you have to teach them is the letters. If you start showing them that Beis, Reish, Vav, Chof makes bracha, before they learn Beis, Reish, Vav, and Chof by the letters, they'll never get it. So you have to specifically teach them Aleph, Beis. You know, you see, the first year a child learns a language, you teach them Aleph, Beis. You don't yet teach them. Maybe a little, but you don't really teach them the power of words and the power of ideas. Because right now, if it's coming straight to the Machshava, Gduma Da'ak, it would be like getting the whole picture and we wouldn't have the distinct details. 
that we have in existence. In other words, the concealment that we have right now, that each element of existence, that we live our lives in details, detail by detail, and we have to connect the dots and reconnect, that would not be possible if there was no Kesar of Atsilas. So what he says, the interface of Kesar of Atsilas is allows the detailed structure to really emerge properly. Then the goal is to reconnect to Ak, obviously. Yeah. What is Ak's impact on our lives? We discussed earlier, that's Mesir, Snefesh, Amuna, Bittal, and so on. And that's what he's now going to continue to explain, what's the difference. So it's basically, you give something, you lose something in return. The more the structure of existence is taken into consideration, the less the, the energy is revealed. The more the energy is revealed, the less the containers are, are uh, have parameters. That's the rule. The goal is for us to widen, expand through Aveda, the material parameters of this existence, so we can be able to contain Bligvul. But it cannot happen in the first step. That happens only as the pro- as as we progress. I explained yesterday. That's why God created the world in a way. Why did He make Why did He make seeds and trees? Create trees, and that's it. What do we need to have this whole process? What do we need to have Tsar Gidl Bonim? To go through a child as a baby first. And a seed. And develops and develops. Pop, let everybody pop out. You're a mature adult. Go work the day you're born. Like, like some animals are that way. Within a day or two, they're already on their feet. They're already hunting. Some of them, their parents leave them. Soon as they, you know. Others, you find nurturing. You find it takes time and so on. Because this world is Tachtenim. God wants a process. He doesn't want miracles. He wants us, he wants the process of chinuch, he wants the process of integration. He wants us to earn our way. And there's no way to earn it if you don't go from the bottom up. The second element in that is he wants it to be integrated. If God is going to do it the other way, then he doesn't, might as well not create the whole existence in the first place. It's all fine in his own essence. The whole point is that he wants a structure like a structure like ours, where it's painstaking process, step by step by step by step. You know? I remember when I first started learning some of the truths of Chassidus, I once asked my Mashbiya, I said, if we come to the conclusion anyway, it's all in Atmos, so what do we have to look here? It's hundreds and hundreds of pages of breaking through. He says, yeah, but that's not Atmos that you get. A little child also knows there's Atmos. There's no way to get the real Atmos without going through the details. There's no shortcuts, period. That's the bottom line. So even though, even though it's true tshuva, is like an express train that can take you quickly, faster than... But number one, it comes also through a pain. It comes through her first being in the darkness. There's no way you just get there. You can't just jump there. And even then, once you do tshuva, it doesn't stop. Then you start the Aveda of integrating it. So tshuva is a process of, of a, a, a quick a jump start or a way that God lets you in through the back door, so to speak. But that doesn't mean that, 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 that they don't have tayag mitzvahs, that you have to now integrate it in your life. That's why, for example, just to give a small example, uh, it says that Rabbi Lazar ben Dardaya, so he did every sin in the world. And then the last day of his life, he bent down, he cried, he heard the cry all over, and it says, he earned his... He acquired his, his world, his reward in one, set, in one hour. So, of course, everyone has the question, why can't I just do that? I do whatever I want, and then I'll, I'll, I'll spend that last hour of my life. So, first of all, Echtavashav doesn't work. You can't just uh, plan it that way. It doesn't work. They won't let you in. But more importantly, and here's a very interesting thing. I remember a very fascinating thing from the Rizal. 
That is, I'll ask the question, okay, fine. He had the qualitative, in one hour he was able to achieve through quality what another person may take 100 years or 50 years or 80 years. But he didn't have the levushim. To, to be able to acquire, it's like a person saying, okay, I'll let you into the base methods, but he doesn't know how to read Hebrew. How did that help him learn? That's a Talmud de when you come to Ganeid and you have the, the language that you learned. So, so a child, let's say, never learned Hebrew, never learned how to learn Torah, good, fine, you give them the reward, you won't, they won't be punished, they, won't, they have everything. But how do they technically, so it says that, the Harizal says, he got the Levushim from Yechon and Kayin Gadol, who at 80 turned a Tzduki. 80 years, he was a Kayin Gadol. Well, whether he was 80 years of Kayin Gadol or 80 years that he became, it's a question. But regardless, he went into the Kedish Kedoshim, it means for years and years. It means without a blemish, because you don't go in the Holy of Holies without a blemish. And then he turned into Tzduki, whatever that means. So his Levushim were given to Rabbi Elizabeth and Dedai. In other words, there's no such thing as a, as an automatic pressing a button and you get all the Giluim. It has to come from somewhere. So Kayne Elamei means like Kayne means like buying. He purchased, he acquired Elamei. So the, what he did, the Tshuva he did, gave him the merit. But who he acquired it from someone? He acquired it from Ye, from Ye, from Yechon and Kayin Gadol. The bottom line is that that there are two tracks. You know, there's the track of the intensity that comes to a person's Aveda. Meaning that, that story with Abzusha. That one little step that you do that takes you work. That for another person may not be effort. That opens up doors that are not measurable. Like B'chol Ma'idcha doesn't mean your Ma'id is yours. On the other hand, we still need to have the integration. At the end of the day, Dira B'tachtenim is integration. It has to be an integrated. That's a Dira. We're not, you know. So now we move on and we stick. No. We move on and now we discuss chapter 67. He continues. So we said, Keser Vatsilis is the Mamutza between Ak, between Adam Kadman, that's his last words here, between Ein Sof and Atsilis. So the Malchus of Adam Kadman becomes the Keser of Atsilis. So basically, the, 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 the primordial or primal thought, the Heskim, the resolution becomes the Rotson, the passionate and the revealed desire and the stimulated desire and conscious desire of Keser Vatsilis. Now we continue, 67. <laughs> Okay. Now this Kesaratzilas, now he's talking about the downside. Remember we said Kesaratzilas, think of it now, it's a desire that's already focusing on the details of the ten spheres of Atzilas. Whereas in Ak, it's much more amorphous and much more all-encompassing and so on. So now he says, now, this level of Kesaratzilas being a makif prati, it's not a makif kloli. You're talking now a desire for atzilus. It's not a desire for bria. Ain a nimshech From this is not transmitted the bitl. Remember the subjugation, the sublimation of the existence that, that as it comes from ak. We learned before in chapter sixty. What's Ak's impact on existence? So the first impact that he said was a general bitl. Chol keimel means everything that's upright, that stands upright, 
prostrates itself before you, or kol kemel lefonecha tishdachav. Yeah. Chapter sixty, right? It says it right here. Chapter sixty. That is a bitl that's hidden in the entire world. That's why we have free will, as he explained there. And the bitl seeps through in the fact that each of us is receptive to the highest, to the divine life. But Kesra of Atsilas does not have that ability. Because Kesra Atsilas is preoccupied and committed and invested in its particular world. And if you remember, he said several times earlier, something that's connected in particular to this department cannot create this type overall bitl. You know, let's go back to the example I used about department heads in the company. Okay? So a department head is about that department, you know, he has a certain close relationship to his team. They listen to him, that he knows their specific details. Then suddenly comes the head of the whole business, he walks in. You know, he's not so consumed with the details, but he has the overall picture, bigger than anyone does. What's the relationship of the people with him? Much more, they're much more bitter to him, because he has that authority. He's coming from the top. On the other hand, he is not detail-oriented on the ground level that that department had his detail on. So the desire of Atsilas is working with the spheres of Atsilas. So it can give them something. It gives them desire. He's going to say it does have an effect on them, even bitl. But that overall type of like, overall um, awe that Ak implants, embeds in existence is not there. Ak ben Nisham Yisrael Ak ben Nisham Yisrael however, in Nisham Yisrael Yesh b'kolechot b'chines madregezu But this is the world's bitl. This is the general bitl of the world. One second. However, in the souls of Israel, each individual has this level and and uh, and um, stage. Why? Because the had because souls are rooted in atzilus. Like we say every morning, that the soul you've given me is tahedihi. What's tahedah? Atzilus. That's what it says. Tahedihi. Then goes at varasa yibria, at yetzarta yetzira, at nafachta bi isasia, at meshamer bikirbi, and you protect it as it comes down the body in asia. Tahedah is atzilus. So therefore, these neshamis have in them something from atzilus. So we'll see in a second. You want to say something? And doesn't this tell us that the uh, kasher atzilus comes up in I don't know. I won't. I, I, I would. Uh, no comment. We'll see if he says it. If he says it, he says it. Not. I can't say right now. Remember, earlier he said Akos has an effect on the Shamas. The Munapshuta, Anasavanishma, Mesiris Nefesh. We'll see. Let's see where he's going. It's just beginning the chapter. There's only three lines in the chapter. The kol neshama, gam neshama, is the biyah shoshim hu matzilas. Because all every soul, even the souls of biyah, which means even souls that 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 uh, assume the personality, you know, think of atzilas and neshama atzilas in, in, in this world is like an express train. It skips over the worlds of biyah. Doesn't assume that they're their levushim. But remember, an express train also passes through those stations. It just passes through without stopping there, so to speak. And the Shamas of Biyah are rude Natsilas, but they go through all these stages and they assume 
the, the levushim, the garments, and so on. So even the shalom biyah rooted in atzilus. Kamashikosu b'sefer shabbenim says in Tanya degam b'chinas nefesh dasiy yeshbam b'chinas eses svidas atzilus. That even in the level of nefesh of asiyah has within it the ten spheres of atzilus. V'yisrael olu b'machshava. And it says as Israel arose in his mind. V'hainu, what's machshava? He says v'hainu machshava stimo adarech ampin. In the concealed mind, thought of Arich Ampin. That's already Kesser. Which Kesser? Arich Ampin. The Pashtus here he means Atzilus. We'll see. I, mean, I have to see as he develops it. I mean, you could say Ak also, but it looks like he's talking about Atzilus here. So let's just see. Valkane Gam, because he's bringing proof. He's going to bring proof that Nasham is rooted in Atzilus. I guess he's talking about Atzilus. Valkane Gam, Ebchinis Hamakiv, the Kesser, Yezbukolach of Israel. So he's saying, so the makif of Atzilus does not have an impact on the world, but the, but only Akdos creates the kolkema, the the bidad bittel, that hidden bittel. But the makif of of Keser, of Atzilus, because the souls are rooted in Atzilus, it has an effect. Yes, it has within each each individual soul. For who inyan? What is it? This is the concealed love and the the desire of the heart. We spoke about that. It's a deeper desire of the heart that's super rational. That's in each, each individual. Now, I know the media, we can jump on the question. Didn't he say that came from Ak? Understand? Obviously, he's going to address this. Or if he doesn't, we're going to have to address it. But, but, but you know, it's probably another level and it's more revealed. I don't know. We'll see. You're just not working through. You see, the beauty of this is after establishing the levels, now he's talking about their impact on us. It's interesting, the Heskim, remember he said in the last chapter, the Heskim creates a Kabbalah Soil type of learning, not a Pneumistika learning. So it's like more of a Kremel of effect. Like, you know, a general bitl, not a, uh, a passionate one. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. I rely on the Rebbe Rashab that he's he, he's got his act together. <laughs> okay, that's obviously so. The only reason I say that because he did say, let's go the exact lashon. There was the exact language, right? I think he said even the words Avraham Moshe Teres. No, I think that has to do with the world. It's different. There's not the world. The truth is, he said Av Kol Sanafshe Avazu. I don't think he used the word Avraham Moshe Teres. Okay, it doesn't really matter right now. We'll soon see. Okay. We'll get there. What's the Where's the Sham referring to? Like it says in Tehillim, you'll get the exact translation. What's he saying? Okay, 
just wanted to get the actual translation, the exact translation. So some of the Shvati made this Yisrael. Sham. Huh? Sham. Sham. That there, this, this, uh, the, 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 the tribes elevated to, or uh, went to? What did you say? Uh, the tribes went up. They went up, right? Okay. And what's the uh, Right. That is built like a city, which all Israel is united. But what, what's the second half? How does it go? Read yeah. the whole thing. So yeah. some other. There, the tribes went up. Yeah. The tribes of God, as enjoined upon Israel, to offer praise to the name of the, of the Lord. Read the whole Hebrew passage. There we go. So he's asking now like this. What is this uh, bearing witness? How does he translate Edus here? Bearing witness? Um, well, here he says to offer praise. Uh-huh. No, the Edus is to offer praise. Uh, but then the tribes went up the tribes of God as enjoined upon Israel to offer praise to the name of the Lord. It doesn't say anything about it. Edus Israel doesn't say? Okay. So what's the Edus? The Edus is to offer praise to the name of the Lord. When you bear testimony... The mere definition of edus means on something that is concealed and hidden. Something that is completely revealed and obvious to all ain't sort of edus. You don't need witnesses. What do you need a witness for if everyone sees it? This doesn't mean only actual completely revealed thing. Even something that is bound to be revealed. Something that is just a matter of time. Something that is about to be revealed. Immediately. Like it says in Gemara. So, so basically something that's absolutely revealed, for sure you don't need witness, because everyone sees it. And the Gemara says, even something that is bound to be revealed. Miyad. Here in the case, there's different opinions. Meaning, just a matter of time, a matter of a day or a few hours. You also don't need witness. Complete witness. You don't need complete testimony. You do a big gemara. You know the gemara. Hmm? So, but that's why we believe um, for 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 a lady, <coughs> we believe one edus. Uh huh. Yeah, but I've I've heard this before. If somebody, God forbid, if there was a whole town and they saw this man, the husband of a woman, killed by right, five hundred people witnessed it. And then she wants to get remarried. She would still, I'll be She would still have to go in front of a base din with with Adis, wouldn't she? Or they just say, since we ever saw it, we wouldn't even have to have a call of the uh, base din to do that. You would still that could be just a, that. That just that's a formality. That's just a formality. No, 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 no. But that's just a formality. So the rabbonim sign on it. So they, but 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 they, whether they hear two or they hear a hundred, five hundred, the bottom line is, look. For example, Adis would be a crime. Where nobody was there, and someone says someone did something crime. There you need to aid this. Without aid this, you can't do it. But according to Torah, even if everybody saw this person steal something, that's a technicality. You still need to call aid in. You need a formality. You need the formality. Someone has to testify. That's not the relevant here. That's that. That doesn't. That. What are you saying? How are the rabbanim supposed to know? Let, let's say a million people. No, but let's say a million. That's known to everybody. You don't. need aid. You don't need aid. Hold on. What's that? What does that have to do with anything? Right. 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 I understand. That's 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 irrelevant to the subject matter here. In 
And you have to have the code to the process. Yes, it's still the process. Yes, it's the and that's why you believe the witness, the testimony of a woman. One witness, huh? right? one witness, and even one that heard from another aid. In other words, it could be one from another. What's the situation? That the, the the woman says the husband left uh, left the house and then they come back and they say oh, we saw we, we saw but why is that why does it have to do with Milsa Vidal it's, 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 people are going to find out about it it's, it's not something that's secret mm-hmm. because so ultimately right okay so in other words it's inevitable that it will be revealed and therefore you believe the witness so you, because if it's alive it's you don't need Eder's Gomor you don't need the right you don't need the Eder's Gomor um yeah, but there are men that yeah, just leave and they office. want to. They want to leave. And if a guy left his, his office and then all of a sudden Adam come and they say that, he, that he's died, him he's going to come back. He's going to come home tonight. What do you mean? It's a missile of That's what it Right. Okay. Rakal dover Only anything that's concealed and hidden do you need witnesses. You understand what he just said, Eliezer? No, see, that's what I trouble. He just gave an example. Someone says a husband went to work. He traveled somewhere. Do you need two witnesses that say, complete say that he is, you need, right? No, if he went, if he, he went on a business trip and then all of a sudden uh, Aidas comes back and he says he died in a, he died in a plane crash. So do you need two complete witnesses for that? The answer is no. For her to be married. Right, because it's something that will become obvious. If he's alive, he's going to come back home. If he went for a week, he's going to come back at the end of the week. Whereas if it's something that you cannot... Just because he doesn't come home is, is not... Uh, is not no, we're talking about he's alive. Guy. Not that he wants to run away. There's shalom between them. It's not like... No, it doesn't matter. Just because a guy doesn't come home doesn't mean he's died. He could be captured. He could be injured. He could be... There's a whole bunch of stuff. That's certainly not clear. That's why there are gunas. That was them. Yeah, that's why there's a gunas. Gunas is different. That's exactly right. There's a gunas because there's not even one atheist. Sure. That's exactly the point. In other words, why only one? Eight? Usually, you need to have two complete. If a person saw a person on a boat, right. and then and he saw the boat sink, but they right. so that's survived, it. and the other person, but they don't know if he did. That's uh, so that, that means it was not even one eighties that saw it. That's that's exactly what I'm good. But if eight. one witness, the point is that you don't need the full testimony of two witnesses. If one person saw it, says one person comes and says, "I saw him drown." You don't need two, because if he didn't drown, he's going to come back. In other words, there's a certain element of, uh, of, 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 of inevitable revelation here. So, example of this above. You know, I should just let me let me just say this. You know, first of all, there's two types of aids. There's adikum and there's adiria, right? There are, like, for example, certain situations where the witnesses actually create the situation. They create the halacha. Eidik Dushin, for example, are not just bearing witness. They're part of the process. They're Eidik Kiyum, not Eidik Birur. Then there's Eidim that are just simply, you need, like, for example, um, I mean, someone that, that witnesses a crime. They're, they're not causing the crime. They're not causing, but you need someone that saw it. Now, usually, Aedis is necessary. It has evidence when something was not is not known. So you need someone to come and testify. 
So yes, um, if it's not about whether a million people saw it. This is about a situation where anyway it will be revealed. That's the point. Not if a million people saw it. If something is going to inevitably be revealed, the, the, either you don't need witness or you need weaker witness uh, testimony, basically. That's the point here. Because it's, it's going to emerge anyway. It's gonna, you're going to find out anyway. Because I believe even a question about Kiddush Levana. The reason you need witnesses is you need to know exactly when it was. But there's, it's so, the moon is going to emerge. There's going to be a new moon. And there's and in Svarim, there's a discussion about this matter because if there's going to be a new moon anyway, you're only, you need, the only thing is the weapons right exactly because you want them to know when it happened, that happened now or not. But that's why we can build today in a calendar, even if you don't have witnesses coming to Abedin, because it's it's an inevitability. A moon is being there, so now we can calculate it. My point is, there are things that are just a matter of a matter of time. It will be revealed. Witness is not as vital there, or not necessary at all. Anyway, bottom line is that. So he's explaining now, what does it mean, Lamaila, Edus? So he says, that's Edus of Stimid the Cholstimid. He's talking about the infinite light, that the, the Stimid the Cholstimid, meaning concealed beyond all concealments. Bechines Sevev Kalaman, the level of transcendent energy, Shalamaila Bechines Gili, Azesh Ayach Edus. Transcendent energy. That's higher than revelation. For this, you need Edus. And now he starts explanation to some Olu Shvatim, Edus Li Yisrael. He's explaining this in context of the Avad Mesutas. We'll go back to it in a minute. That means, why do you need, since it's all so concealed, so you need Edus, and through Edus, you, you transmit the revelation of this particular level. And this is meaning that mitzvahs are called witnesses. Or testimony, Sosti. The Rambam brings it in the beginning, one of the svarim. The way of your testimony, Sosti, I followed, I believe it means. I was, I was excited, happy. Sosti is like sos? Yeah, sos. Oh, sos, sos, like that? Yeah. Okay, so, Sosti, I. I celebrated, or I was, you know, I was simply joy in the way of your, the path of your testimony, the path of your witness. Why? Because because through mitzvahs, which are the, the, the supernal, the higher desire, makif, through mitzvahs radiates, illuminates the revelation of the concealment of all concealments in the infinite light. The same is similar to this is what it says that the the tribes elevated and they bear witness to this. What? It is gili. It brings a gili. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It's the mitzvah it reveals, like witness reveals. Reveal something that's concealed. Rejoiced in the way of your testimony. Rejoiced. The twelve Shvatim is proclaimed now the Pasuk are the level of the six Ksavis, the six parameters or sides. The six sides of Atsilis. You know, Vov Ksavis we talk about 
the six sides, you talk about, uh, you know, evoke service of any particular object. So you have... Right, so you have, uh, like like we do by by, by Lanuim, the Lulav. So you have Mizruch, you have east, west, south, north. And you have top and bottom. These are the four, six middas of Atzillus. Times two, that's the 12 Shvat. Yud Beis Gvuli Alachsa. Kameshikosu, Shisha Mishmesam. Right, right. Shisha Mishmesam, six, in other words, six of the names of the tribes is on one side of the of the of the uh, what's it called the breastplate? No, one on this side, one on this side, two stones. Not on the. They had twelve. That's twelve. That's what she shows on the sides. Okay, what's it called? The what's it called in English? Uh, what do you call in English? The, the whole thing is called the breastplate. Yeah. The Eshemis Hashisha Hanesrim, and the names of the six. The other ones is on the other side. These are the twelve gvule boundaries of alachsin of gvule um, alachsin. We spoke about this, you know. We just wanted to remember that we made a whole image remember of it. it huh? Remember what it was? Yeah, well, complicated. Yeah, yeah. We did it on paper here. We'll make a. We'll make a. We'll make a. Uh, I'll put some. I'll post something up online. Maybe that is. What's alachsin? literally means uh, angles. Diagonal. diagonal. So it's the twelve lines, the twelve uh, boundaries of a diagonal. No, it works. It's very, very complicated, but it's basically Jewish thought. <laughs> you, want, you want to explain it? It's the lines around the cube. Yeah, my great. I spoke to Yossi Keller. He told me the way he explained it to me. I don't know if it's uh, if that's the correct way or not. But he said if you take a room, for example, and you, and, you, and you draw a diagonal line from the top over there to the bottom over there, and the same thing, a diagonal line from the top over there to the bottom over there, and the same thing from the outside, and the other way it comes out twelve. Um, we have. I'll, I'll, I have. Um, I have. I made an image of it to explain it. It's, 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 it's I see how they do it. Right. Every corner. I got you. It's X's and it's four X's, two di- two diagonals on each side. On each side. That's eight. And then the two on, and then the four from the uh, from the the, the 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 depth depth of something, right? The up and down. The depth is force. Uh, it has. It'll have four four sides. That. So that you get six, you get eight from the four sides, and, and four from the depths, from the two sides, so from the walls. If you draw an X on every wall, right? Yes. And then in the inside, yes. you draw right. two X's. Coming from, coming two X's from each wall, from each corner, from the ceiling down to the diagonally to the, to the bottom of the other side of the wall. That's top. And it's exactly six meters, three meters size. Where did the last four come from? Inside the room? Inside. You can look at it from the outside, those are the axes from the outside, but then you can look from the inside. If you take every corner and you draw a diagonal. So where the twelve are the are the corners? A twelve are twelve angles? Every corner to the other to the other corner to the bottom, and then from that corner to the bottom of that corner. The same thing from this corner to the bottom of that corner, and then from this corner to the bottom of that corner. And oh, so that's the that extra side. four, that's same thing from that side. I'll double that. Okay, I'll I'll post it up. It'll make it make it a lot easier on this chapter. We'll just post it and explain it exactly. I have it ready. You know, to, to go through that. This level of those steam of the Okay. Is that an ark? He didn't say right now. He's just saying it in general. 
Zivuklam could be Ak, it could be before the Tzimtzum. Let's see, maybe he'll spell it out, maybe he won't. Right now he just said a Simit Simon and then Edis. That's what Edis does, it reveals the mitzvahs. And this, so here it goes. The Shvatim, Shashamolu Shvatim, he's talking about the Yud Beis Guli Alachsen, he's talking about the 12 tribes. That's the structure of Atzillus. Now the Midas, the emotions are extend are, are transmitted from intelligence. Yet now, there, however, there is also the way the root of the emotions are higher than Seichel. This is called the mountains, the dark mountains. Haniska that are mentioned in Zayir. And this refers to Beaver Hanor and the other side of the river. That's where your ancestors lived. Because it's referring to Nahar Pras. They're talking about Avram Avinu. That they first became from the other side of the river till they came to Eretz Huh? What? No, but you basically like I mean, I don't know. The truth is, I mean, the way I always learned it is if you have a Rubik's Cube and you make X's on every side, six sides, so it's, it's 12. I don't know why he had to explain it. Right, right. Let me, let me, let me. So this is now. So we have the Midas that come from Seichel. Then there's the Midas as they're rooted beyond Seichel. That's the dark mountains on the other side of the river. That's the meaning that that's where the Shvatim uh, elevated to. What does he say? Elevated? They, they they came up to. Shaun Yisrael. That's there. Your father was Yeah, so say so. So Avraham. Yitzhak never left the Eretz Kodesh. and his parents, mm-hmm. ancestors. Mm-hmm. The ancestors. It's a pasuk. The others are Avram Yitzhak Yankov, but our ancestors are all the way back to Adam and Chava. No, yeah, all of them are our ancestors. V'zeo she'sham al-Shvatim, this is the meaning that that's where the, 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 the tribes rose to. She'un Yisrael al-Ab Machshava. That's Olu. That's referring to Israel that rose in, 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 the, in the mind, in the thought. And from this level, transmits into the soul, and that's the mysterious nefesh, giving of one soul, and the desire of the heart. That's that's super rational. And this is what it says: That this is a testimony and a hint. <coughs> Excuse me. To the level that is concealed, the infinite divine light that is hidden beyond all hidden. <coughs> Basically, just described in the Pasuk that Yisrael are rooted there, and that's the word Edus. Because they're rooted in Olu, in Machshava, they bear witness, they reveal that dimension that is concealed on its own. And that's an Aveda, that's the Mesiris Nefesh. So when someone goes, someone sacrifices, and does something, instead of being bound by the rules of existence, goes outside the rules of existence, and some way sacrifices their life for something, has a profound love for godliness, they're revealing a dimension that's concealed from regular existence. That's why others don't do it. Trees, 
animals, all of creatures of this world do not do not have mitzvahs nefesh. They follow God's rules, but only the rules. The clock. It's the clock. You want a revelation of something of the concealed divine? That's in the souls that alu sham, from the level of the those dark mountains, meaning the level that's me'ever hanor on the other side, the hidden level. And they ve'edus, and that's and, and that's why they bear witness. Here, they're witnesses for that hidden dimension. So, when a person is kiddush Hashem, mitzvahs nefesh, they're revealing the hidden. Generally, mitzvahs do that. The action of a mitzvah. Now, not, we're not talking about the revelation of giluim that Torah comes. But when you don't do a mitzvah, nothing is revealed. When a person does a mitzvah, they're doing an act. We're talking about that revelation, the revelation of the, of God's will. Here is a cloth, a, a, a parchment. That's the revelation. Just the fact that they did it, that's the revelation. Yeah. What have you before? The parchment. You, took, you, took, you take, let's say, parchment, which was just animal hide. You put, write a mezuzah, put on tefillin. You're revealing God's desire, what he wants this hide to be used for. You make a blessing on water. You're, you're revealing God's will. That's what it means. You're drawing God's will into this world. Revealing in the sense of an act that is aligned. Now then comes, you know, fine. Okay. And this is the mean. This is what Neshama said. He said, "Tahedihi, God gave us a soul." What did He give? He gave the level of Rusa Lib. We're not just talking about giving life. That's nefesh. He gave this desire of the heart. Lucid Lib is the deep desire in the heart of a soul to connect to the godliness. Being that this is the primary divine dimension in the soul. What God is giving. So we say, Yes, there's an element of a soul that gives life to each of us. But if you want to focus on what is God, what is God really imbuing someone, it's not just life like he said in Pedic Samach. The life force. We're talking about also something that is divine in personality. Not just the, a, a source of the divine. Life is, is, comes from the divine. Some, rev, some revelatory divine element, that's the desire of the soul to want to connect to godliness. It's a, it's a craving to, to, to godliness, but it isn't necessarily from the state of godliness. <coughs> but it comes, that's what's given to us from God. God, God could have not given that. He did not give that to a stone. No, but it didn't give it to a stone. A stone only has a life force. A stone doesn't have that inclination, that desire to uh, connect. connect to there. Why not? How, do, how do we know that? The, the Rambam says that all the planets have shamas, and don't they sing Shira? The orbit something like Shira singing the, the praises of God? First of all, first of all, the Rambam says they have Deya, they have Das. Uh, and Shira is like this. Every animal serves God, like a mal- Malach also serves God, but they only serve Mamalakalam. They only serve the life force that has been given to them. They don't reveal the concealed. They reveal what is uh, what was put into them. And when they sing Shira, it's true. They acknowledge the divine the divine element in them. But we're talking about Ra'usa Daliba now. We're talking about Messirius Nefesh. We're talking about outside. In other words, when we if we just said to God, thank you for giving us food, that is not Mr. Snefesh or Rusa Deliva. That is more acknowledging the, the life force that we have. Here we're talking about, he's saying, revealing the hidden. It says, the neshamas come from Allah Makshav, you're talking about revealing Rusa Deliva, Mr. Snefesh, the concealed love. You're talking about a, 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 a,
Zerofim 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 is higher than other malachim, but it's still not a neshama. Shooting stars are going out of their kalim to burn up for God. All relatively speaking. And how about dogs? Remember. Dogs and dogs commit... No, I just told you they... they fish for their masters. They kill themselves. They know they put themselves in... Which dog did you see kill itself recently? You know a dog that kills itself? Rintin. 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 speaking, animals will not... Well, animals will not waver from God's will, but they also won't add anything new. Very rare, and it's against their nature. They say that because they want to be fed the next day, right? And, and it's, it's, against their, it's against their nature and stuff like that. You want to bring Mr. Snuffish examples from dogs? Is that what you're trying to do? Okay, please, by all means. I would not. Are you trying to compare that to like the Mr. Snuffish of Avram Avinu when he brought Yitzchak to the Akeda? Is that what you're trying to do? First of all, even if you find an exception, it's, it's, it's an, an aberration. If anything, it's an anomaly. First of all, we're not talking about Jews and non-Jews here. He's not discussing that here. So I wouldn't discuss it. He's talking general creation and and what the Shamas do. There's a Sikha from the Rebbe about this topic, Mr. Snefish. And the truth is in Tera Air other places, a non Jew could do have a serious nefesh for God too. Non Jews have died for godliness. It's not all, it's not purely. If they die for their self interest, even a Jew who let's say died for, for some lust he had, that's not exactly a serious nefesh. So it all depends what they what what you're dying for. The people have given their lives for something, depends what it is. You know, so if a non Jew would say, I will not bow to Aved Zara and gives his life, would that now be considered a high level? That is a strong level. Fine. Okay, so that's the thing. Some some Jews also have certain fantasies of that nature. Since we're already talking about it. The point here is, basically what he's introducing here is that there's a bittle of the world. Yes, every animal has natural bittle. We see that whether it's the shira they sing, or just the fact that they follow God's rules. There's no animal that wavers from its plan. It does exactly what it was meant to do. Human beings have the free will. But we have also the ability to introduce something, because we have free will, because it's concealed from us, we have the ability to introduce a dimension that's not just a natural acknowledgement of God as clockmaker, God as artist. That's the Aedis he's talking about. Aedis is slow, revealing the stima de stimas, the concealed dimensions that are the unconscious divine, let's put it this way. That it means defying actually the rules of existence. The rules of existence is that we acknowledge that which gives us life. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. You teaching us, is this, is this an Aedis? Because you, you learned it from somebody's own. So we're allowed, in Judaism, we're allowed her, her say, uh, Heresy. No, hearsay is not such a healthy thing, hearsay. Not heresy. Heresy. I heard heresy and hearsay are very similar. What do you mean? Hearsay means like a rumor. I, means I, somebody told you, told you, told me. That's, I found hearsay as being a, a, a very uh, negative thing. That's what you mean by hearsay? The witnesses of Jews standing by Mount Tara I wouldn't call hearsay. I would call it by witnesses that bearing witness they, they saw. children. So what's your point? That's called hearsay. Okay, you can call it hearsay. Hearsay usually used in English as like, oh, it's only hearsay. Right. It's 
That's usually the way. No. Will a judge? Will a judge who rules say uh, hearsay that these witnesses? He'll never say the word hearsay. He'll say I heard evidence from two reliable witnesses. That's a bit. Other witnesses. No, no, no. I just told you. And a judge? Will a judge ever say expression? Right. Hearsay is a connotation of. And I would not use. No, not because extra stuff. Because, as I told you, a judge will say I heard hearsay. We say I heard witnesses. It's absolutely forbidden in American law hearing from somebody that saw. What's your point? What do you mean? All of history is based on uh, witnesses. In other words, if you saw Joe kill. Okay, let's continue. What's your point? Is this relevant to the discussion here? What's the point? Is it relevant to our discussion? Huh? No, you know, you're bringing it up. So what do you mean? You, you, is there, is there a question on the table here? Witness, the, the, a witness is revealing something that's hidden. That's the bottom line. Something that is revealed, you don't need a witness for. Because they're revealing the hidden dimension that's higher than Sev of Kalam, not Mamala Kalam. The ikr thing that God gives the Nisham, is Dalad Madregas. Because now, in a neshama, in a soul, there are four levels. The rotsen, the will, desire, that's higher than intelligence. V'seichel, intelligence, or machshava, and thought, and dibur, speech. I'm sorry. Shalmayal ma'seichel, v'seichel, machshava, dibur, shenachshava, madreg, zachel, yeshem, b'chin, eschem, ruhetzura, umayse. One, two, three, four. Yeah, sorry. I didn't read it right. One is l'mayel m'seichel, rotz l'mayel m'seichel, seichel. Then comes machshava, thought, v'dibur speech. Machshava, sorry, machshava v'dibur shenachshav l'madrega alav, madrega achas. Thought and speech are considered like one liyesim b'chineschem v'tzura. That's like a form, like an, a raw, a raw, a raw matter and and a shape. Well, ma'isa, that's the fourth. So we have desire that's higher than super rational desire, intelligence. Thought and speech is three, and action is four. That's the levels of nefesh, ruach, neshama. Nefesh is maise, ruach is machshava dibur, neshama is seichel, and neshama l'neshama is the rotsin that's higher than seichel. The naran, nefesh, ruach, neshama, shashem, esus, firis, tatsilis. Nefesh, ruach, neshama are there rooted in the ten spheres of atzilis, that's the kachis, pnimim, the faculties, for whom a chalik, the ten spheres are, are divided by Abba Vima, those are the first two spheres, Chachmabina. We say God gave him a Neshama. We're talking to Hainabhinis Neshama and Neshama. We're not talking about Nefesh Roch Neshama. Nefesh Roch Neshama are the levels that are given, that are, as he said, those are the ten spheres. When you give, God's giving him a soul. There's a neshama to a soul to a soul. So there's a neshama dinaran. That's the soul of nefesh ruch neshama, referring to the usa deliba, the rotsin that's higher than seichel. Shalzen emer mispiras devi yisrael, which we learned earlier. That name is four over here. Yeah, the pirush devi huar ba. The quarter. It's four. Vehi nadal madregas hanalshab neshama. These are the four levels of the soul. The four. The gam reva hulash and the vis. Reva is also from the word quarter. Not four. The hainu sheyi, the hainu madrega had a vis, referring to the fourth level, 
That desire, which is the primary element of Israel. Because other three, three levels, intelligence, and the three levushim, the three thought, speech, and action, also exist in non-Jewish. Non-Jewish. Which are extended from and are transmitted from the spheres of the husks. The Nisham is Yisrael Levad, the souls of Israel alone, Sheyesh Ben Madrega Hanal, have that level, that fifth, fourth level. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're right. The Nisham is Yisrael. You got it. I thought the Nisham is only them. And Nisham is Levad, Sheyesh Ben Madrega Hanal, the Hemesphere of Kedusha, besides the fact they have the first three levels. Which, and those are the ten spheres of, holy, of Kedusha, of holiness. here, the primary thing, the primary thing is that the souls of Israel have in them this simple desire. The soul to the soul. That's the primary state level of Israel. Because Yisrael is from the language like the, the Malach of Esav told Yaakov. He said, Because you battled and prevailed. So Sarisa means like Sar, like a prevailing, a dominance, a, a, a leadership. The Gam Yisrael who sar kale, and also the word Yisrael besides Kisarisa comes from the word sar kale, loshen meishel v'shalit. From the word meishel meaning a governor, a uh, controller, a uh, a leader, a ruler, right? Like we learned earlier, like for example, desire is rules over governs and rules over all the organs. Because with his desire, he can choose to place his organs in fire or in water, or cold water, which is against their nature. Desire can force them, compel them to do something which is against their nature. To put their this, this, this earlier he spoke about the power of the rabbi. He didn't use Asian Mayim Karim, which is actually used there. For some reason, he's only bringing it here, which is opposite of their nature, contrary to their nature. Because they are completely subjugated to the desire. It's an owner, it's a controller, a ruler. The same thing as the desire in the soul of the, in the divine soul, it's also powerful. And, and dominant in order to be a, a ruler and a controller on all the faculties of the soul. Like it says, that this thing is close to you, very close to you, in your mouth, in your heart, in your actions. Right there you have all the four levels. Because you have Beficha, that's Dibur, like Machshove. You have Belovavcha. Unless they say his action, Ulvavcha is probably the higher. Okay. That's through the hidden love that is in each individual. Through this, he's very close. That also in his mouth and in his speech and in his heart. That there should be the, 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 the exertion in Torah. And thought, speech, and action should all be dedicated to godliness. Like he says in chapter in Tanya, chapter seventeen. And also this revelation of this desire, this higher level, talking all this is all talking about the eightest of Rusa Deliba, which is coming from Kesar of Atsilas. Remember, that's all that we're talking about. Because Atsilas has Tahirihi. 
Neshama is from Tahirihi. In other words, this is why it's higher than the world's bitl. All this is about the Kesar Vatsilis. So clearly this is not the ox impact that he spoke about. We'll have to get to that later. And it's also easier to reach this than the revelation of fa- in, in, in the, the imminent, the inner eternal faculties. Why? Even though this is a higher level, this Usa Daliba, this inner desire. Nevertheless, it's easier to reach this desire of the heart than to reach a love that comes from seichel, from intelligence and contemplation. The reason for that is, I think he said this earlier as well, one of the end of one of the memoirs, is because that requires work. You have to study, you have to contemplate, you have to meditate, you have to apply. Here, it may be more concealed, and may be more hidden, but it's there, waiting for you. Yeah, yeah, the love, yeah. And when there's a revelation of this desire of the heart, then automatically there's a dominance and a, a ruling a control over, over all the faculties. In other words, that there should be a revelation of this inner, of the inner faculties. And the primary revelation of this desire, and its impact, its effect. What does he mean? In other words, pulase means that its effect. It is either the revelation of the desire or pulase, its impact, but it itself is still concealed. You only see its impact. Yeah, one second. So, So the primary thing is by nullifying strange desires, meaning strange, meaning here alien, inappropriate desires in things of matters of this world. For him to leave behind, reject, uh, uh, reject, negate, um, and, be, and, and, and nullify this desire in, order, in, in, in the face of the desire of God. So let's go back to the parenthesis. So he's basically saying, the effect of this hidden desire, meaning its effect, meaning when it's concealed. In other words, there's two ways that this works. One is it can still be concealed, but its impact, it's having already an impact on the person. In this way, or it could be that also after it's revealed, its effect that you see in an obvious way. You remember this is probably a language from another mimer, so he's explaining like two ways the impact. The impact of Rusalib is either what's concealed and it impacts that nullifies these type of desires, or it's revealed and you and that's the and that's its obvious and revealed and ne- and, and distinct impact. The same thing with thought, speech, and action, and seeing and hearing. That his eyes are sealed from looking at. Uh, he like seals his eyes, closes his eyes from seeing any evil. And shuts his ears from hearing anything. And the same with his thoughts. That's in the negative. Same thing. I say, Tev, in the good things we do. 
being that his desire is completely nullified and directed only to God himself. And all this is not through contemplation and an awakening, a stimulation of love and awe. This is all, of course, a bitl haratzen. So it's not that he's drawn because he's in a loving state. and It's bitl. He has the ability to, to basically nullify himself for something greater. Essentially, yeah. All this is Yisrael Sarkel, the power of Sar. Dominance. Remember we spoke, Rotson does not ask questions. Rotson is not guiding the faculties with intelligence or suggesting or educating them or inspiring them. It, it, it rules. And this is Edis Yisrael, the witness Yisrael. Because this power of dominance and this power of ruling is only specifically in souls of Israel. This is the witness bearing testimony for the infinite light that is hidden of all hidden. That in souls they have this level and therefore, and that which I, because of through this, they have the power to dominate. That's why they have this power. Dominate over the. Now remember, the fact that you see people that are not Jewish doing this, the question is if it's an anomaly. The question is if it's all the time. This type of consistent effort, where you find chassidim or others who simply live the life of saying no to themselves, no to their desires, no to their their, their material inclinations, is a very, is against nature. It's not a mamalikalama thing. It's not a normal thing even. It's a revelation of something that is not normal. I just heard a story with Nisan Nemanov. Blew me away. He was arrested. He was in Siberia. They let him out a day before Yom Kippur. They put him in some town right near Siberia. His family was told. By the time they came, it was a day after Yom Kippur already. They come to the town where they, he was supposed to be. Where is he? They said, yeah, there's a Jew somewhere down there. He goes, yeah, inside of a bar. They go into a bar, some old bar. This is the day after Yom Kippur. They, and the guy comes, the guy go, they go to the front of the store and they say, is there someone here that's like a Jewish guy? Yeah, yeah, it's a guy, a weird, strange guy, he's a crazy guy. It's like, not normal. He's standing there already two days, he's standing there in a the corner. They go, he's standing in a talus, davening. And on the table they see two bottles of beer. For Erev Yom Kippur, he drank a sudam of sekas, and then you have to have two sudas. All the things he could drink was beer. So two bottles of beer, and he's been standing there all Yom Kippur and the day after. I mean, is this a normal thing? Normal people do something like this? Now, did he come from his, like, his, 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 his okay, yeah, passion? I want to just, like, stand for two days. It goes against nature. It's a rotsen where you're commanding yourself to do this. Now, obviously, if he learns chassidus and is a geshmak and learns chassidus and learning and have a v'yira, that's a serious avayira. This is pure rotsin. This is mesirus harotsin, with absolutely nothing to gain and absolutely nothing that is in it for your interest, personal interest. I mean, I'm just giving examples. There's hundreds of such examples. Most people, push comes to shove, their challenge is mesirus nefesh. You know, they'll rather die before they bow to avayda zara. But here's a person who put himself this. He had bochen. This is what he would work with them. Later, I don't know. This this is the lost art of aveda. 
But basically, people who push it as bochrim in a simple way were trained. They sat hours to da- and, and davened. It's not a normal inclination because davening is not you know learning gishmak and learning. Okay, you're getting stimulated. It's exciting. It's transcendent. It's quantum. Here is pasha to sit, and and actually the, the the purpose is to do exactly what you don't want to do. The purpose is not to convince yourself to want it. The purpose is to do precisely the opposite of what Elam Hazard says. This Elam Hazard says, "I'm hungry." No, I'm just trying to explain what this is about. This is a completely defies. Where is this coming from? This is Adis Yisrael. It's an Adis to a level that's completely concealed because it's not part of existence. When you see an animal, let's say, sacrifice itself for its child, okay, that's a natural biological thing. But an animal should, for example, say, for five days I'm not going to hunt because God said it's Yom Kippur today. It doesn't exist. It's not expected even of an animal to do that. That's not its role. Its role, fulfill what you're told to do. You have a job to do. This idea that a soul can come down to earth and do some defy nature is a particular power that he's talking about here. That's that's a rotsen thing. That's a desire thing. Now the levels are a little still. We still have to figure out where it's coming. It seems like he's talking all about Atzilus now and the shamas of Atzilus. The question is what ox role in all this is. But let's continue here. Listen, to shamas is so. The whole virtue of Chabad here. Because he says all of this is level without doing his bonus at all. Yes, remember I said to you a few times, when you learn the Maimorim of Pesach, the Rebbe says, it seems like it's negating Sukkot and Chanukah, and, and I'm sorry, Sukkot and Shvuz. Where you are, this is, this is a particular Kava Vaveda. The ultimate goal is going to be this plus that. And then everything comes together. You know, But there's the virtue to this. Why does it say earlier, Trust me, right. I'm in Chabad not for this reason. No? No, I, I, I like the other parts. The, the, yeah, the yeah, Giluim yeah. Are, are, are more up my alley. But, 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 I, but, I, uh, I, but I love uh, reading this. <laughs> I love if others do it. You know, it's like the guy said, I'm never going to be a parachutist, but I love being around people who are parachutists. <laughs> okay, anyway, let me, let, me, let me continue here. What were you saying? So think about this. When a person does that, he's revealing shave of kalam. And that's why they have this power. So two things. They have the power to dominate over their faculties and also through this reveals the shave of in the God's desire. If there was no Ak, if there was no Keser, all we would be able to do is reveal what's in existence. Like what, what, what the rest of the world, creatures do. But because the desire of the artist impacts existence, not getting now which level, because of that we have the ability to reveal something beyond existence. Very nice. And specifically because through revealing the, the desire of the heart, What's the Bafrat? Bafrat, I days, Galsman, so it's part of the Torah, the sentence. Who is the Torah? 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 Who is the Torah
but specifically through the revelation of this inner desire, through this we transmit the revelation of the higher desire of God, which means the infinite light that's concealed and hidden. As it's known, that not, no thought can grasp him. But he is grasped. Huh? No, fuck it, not right. But Rusa Deliba does grasp him. This, remember, he spoke about that less man the toughest babe, who toughest Bukula. So now he's saying, who toughest Bukula? Less man the toughest babe? One thing. Rusa Deliba yet toughest babe. That's a powerful thing. Yeah. Therefore, nothing can grasp him. Because no, no, that's what he said about Seva Kalam. Remember, he said Seva Kalam and Rotson is such that nothing can grasp it. But here, there's some Aveda that could grasp it. You know why? Because you're getting out of yourself. It's like seeing God by not looking. That's why. Because you're not there. That's why there's no less man. You take away the man, so then your toughness is because you're, you're getting out of yourself. You're setting aside, however, everything else, right? Look, it goes back to you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it because you're connected. And this is the effect and impact of the makif aproti. This is that no, no. This is the impact of the makif aproti. Shapoel ben Neshamis Yisrael. We're talking Neshamis Yisrael now, not on the world. This is the impact of the specific makif of Kesed Atzilus Shapoel ben Neshamis Yisrael. He is behem rusad luibah now that they should have this desire of the heart. Ve'imei Yeshuzel Masha Kos Baruchu Neisim ben Neshama. In parentheses he says, and even though this is what God gives us the soul, right? V'hi neshama de Naran canal, and that is the level of the neshama of Naran. Which is not that world tzilus yet, right? Naran is not. Naran is atzilus. Neshama Naran is the rotsin. One second. Nevertheless, this level is the makif of the neshama. Is the ten spheres? The three lower roles. Yeah, the ten spheres. No, no, he spoke of the ten spheres. It's seichel, machshava, dibur, amaisin. That's Naran. We're talking about in, in Atzilus itself, Naran. And the Sham is Nishama the Nishama is the. And why does it say. Uh, that one, 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 so let me. Okay, go ahead. One, so, 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 one, is the form of makif of the neshama. Mm-hmm. He's saying, even though you're talking about keser, keser means it's beyond. It's above, it's a makif. Even though God gives it to us, it's within us. So he's saying, but it's within us in the form of makif. It's not a primizdika thing. It's the level of the soul that's a form of makif. It's all the parentheses. And also it's revelation. It also reveals in the form of makif. That's the desire of the heart. It's a desire that's super rational, meaning it's higher than the internal faculties that are permeate that permeate and are internalized. This is the soul of nefesh ruach that gives energy that imbues vitality into the internal. And also through this. 
it helps reveal the inner faculties, like we said, that when a person desires, it reveals. And earlier in chapter 51, as Bari explained, that that which desire impacts the revelation of the faculties, it's in a compelled way, it's coerced, it's forced. Because that's the way makif impacts. It's not through encouragement and through inspiration and through, uh, and through uh, guidance, it's through Ordering, commanding, ruling. For Ajais, in addition to this, the Pnimi. In addition to this effect of and In addition to giving us this Rusa Dilibe, also because it's a Kesar Prati, it's closer to the Pnimi. It also affects it in a more internal way. There's a makiv that's closer and that it should be felt internally. So in addition to this makiv impact it has, it has a also a more revealed impact. As opposed to the makiv of Ak. Of Ak, correct. Like for example, thoughts of tshuva, of return, that, um, that automatically, inadvertently fall into a person. Pisim, automatically, you know, suddenly. Sudden thoughts of tshuva that a person just has. Like, you know, why do we have them? Right. You're walking down the street. You suddenly feel, what, where's that coming from? That's the level of chaya, as I said. Neshama l'neshama. Shenikra mazel, it's called mazel. Al shem shenezel v'netev l'neshama m'lbeshel l'guf. Why is it called mazel? Again, mazel, you see, again, by Aki, also used mazel e'chazel, so... Okay, fine, but right now we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. Let's say now it's illus. Shenezel, it flows v'netev and drips to the neshama, to the soul that is manifest in the body. So we have like this. Neshama shenesatabi, tahedihi. Remember, he kept, he's keep focusing, God gives. He's referring to neshama shenetahedihi. He doesn't say, but barats yitzata, menefachtabi, seems like is the three levels of nefesh ruach neshama. There's neshama, lin neshama, is neshama shenetatahedihi. That's chaya. Maybe not, because it says that's atzillus. Okay, bottom line is, however, this level also causes, has an impact. It's makiv dechaya. And this he says, that even though you don't see mazlaya, their mazl saw. This is the root and source of the soul that sees and hears the calls from above. You know, like the Pekyov says, that every day a call comes out from heaven. Yeah. That wake you up to tshuva. And drips. It, 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 it flows. It's reflection in the Shama Mlabash's Baguf. It channels. It matefes and ayrasa. Yeah. The soul, it irrigates the soul that's manifest in the body. From this, enter Nephilim, fall into his mind thoughts of tshuva, the Yesub Khinis Makiv Karav. Being that this is a close Makiv. Which is high. Chaya, this is Kesar Vatsilis. And above, the root of this, the Amshach comes from the specific Maki, that is close. No. Atzilus. Chaya. Still only Chaya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is also what it says in Razal. Wherever there are ten, 
people shkinta shari the shkinta rests sheibchinas makif anal that's the makif anal meaning chaya the makif of kesser protiv atzilus he's not talking about akir at all. Yeah. Hold on. Like, like for example, a person that gets excited when he's davening with ten, he gets uh, impacted by that. That's when his prayer, because that's when the prayer becomes more awakened and more internal, because he's with ten other, nine others. Or a person who sees someone else davening with intention, mispal gam. He affects him also to daven more than regularly with daven. All this is from the close makif of Atzilus, Kesar Atzilus, like it says in Tereir, in the explanation, So bottom line, to sum up, that Kesar of Atzilus has an impact that uh, that that uh, that is not affecting the creatures of the world. Ak affects the creatures that they all have a inner a inner bittel somewhere. Souls, because they're root natsilas, have, as he said, this usad deliba, this inner desire, the concealed love, that's higher than rational. So it's makif. They have that inside of them, and they bear witness to the hidden concealed dimension of sevu kalam. And here he's talking sevu kalam, and clearly keser vatsilas. In addition, this part of that soul, this part of Kesatzilus also impacts their Chaya, that it should be revealed in the awakenings of thoughts of Tshuva, the different inspirations they have, including the inspiration you have when you're davening or you see someone else. Why do you have that type of awakening? To do more than Regilus. Regilus is Mamalakalam. As the ten spheres of Atsilus impact us that we have a regular sort of Avaidah. To go out of our regular, to do something unique, like those thoughts of tshuva, is coming from a makif because it's beyond, but it's a makif a karav that's having an impact on us. Whereas the bitl of ak does not have that type of impact. We're learning about tshuva. What's not understood is what's not understood is what 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 was the connection? Well, how is ak? How does this consistent with what he said in the chapter sixty one of ak's impact on our mesirus nefesh and our bitl of nasav and nishma? That's not clear here. And, that, that and I, either he's going to answer it. And if he doesn't, we're going to have to discuss it and have to study it. But we'll stop here. I'm not going to finish the mime right now. Can't do that. So we did chapter one. We did the chapter 67, page 124, 126 through 126, and we still have to conclude this 17th mime. Stop here.